Welcome to the Stop Down Photography Podcast, episode 101. I'm Scott Davenport. Today's topic is sending yourself out on a photo assignment. Hi, welcome. Thanks for joining me. I'm glad to be back with you for another chat about photography, this passion we share. And in today's episode, let's take one more step on our never-ending journey of photography. The topic for today's episode stems from a meeting I had a few weeks ago. I was working with another photographer on location in San Diego. We were photographing along the coast to one of my traditional haunts, a location I know very well and have photographed countless times. My shooting partner for the afternoon was a student. She has a blogging business and was after a certain style of photo to accompany her online articles. And as we were working together, something interesting happened. When I started to think about her articles and the types of photos that would augment those articles, my approach to the location changed. The photo opportunities I saw changed, broadened even. And I knew I wanted to talk about this on the podcast because I think it's an experience any photographer can emulate And the benefit is we push our creative boundaries. So today, episode 101, let's talk about approaching a scene like a photographer on assignment. If you enjoy the podcast, please share it with a friend on social media, with your camera club. And if you can, leave a rating and especially a review for the podcast. Those ratings and reviews help keep the podcast on the charts, let others find out about the show. You can rate directly on iPhone or Mac OS in the Apple Podcasts app. You can also leave a rating through the web at podchaser.com. Links in the show notes. So here's the story. At heart, I am a photographer. My photo business is centered around photo education. I like helping other photographers make better photographs. And I do that in a variety of ways. YouTube tutorials, video courses and books, physical in-person photo workshops, uh, podcasts, of course, podcasts, And I also teach private lessons. And it was during a private photo lesson I had this interesting experience. As I said in the intro, my student for the afternoon had a goal, upping her photo game to support her blogging business. We met up in San Diego, went out to the coast, spent some time talking about what she does and how her photography fits into that. Now, on her blog, she writes articles and stories about wellness, emotional health, personal growth, uh, self-help, these types of things, and captures photos of nature to accompany those articles. For example, an article about, say, inspiration could include an image of, say, a beautiful sunrise. The photos could be used for title cards, too, with the article headline written across the photo. So once I had this, this position internalized, understanding how the photos would be used, it changed my approach on location. You know, we're out at the coast, a place I know well, and normally when I go on location, especially a place I know, I'll have a general idea of what I want to capture and then let nature and the location guide me. I'm in what I'll call asset gathering mode. I don't necessarily know what I'll use the images for, I capture what appears interesting, and I like doing that, and I've had success doing that. Now, in this situation, instead, 
with a targeted goal for the photos, a project the images needed to satisfy. It was like being on photo assignment. Nature and the location presents what it's going to, and that didn't change. Yet my interpretation was altered by the assignment. My frame of mind changed how I saw photo opportunities. For, for example, surfers. See surfers at the coast all the time. I photographed surfers before. I like photographing surfers. Yet, I found myself framing them differently. Not as much, you know, in the water uh, and, you know, you know, catching a wave or things like that. More so at the edge of the shore, getting ready, getting prepared, stretching out, getting psyched up for their time in the ocean. I could see that lending itself to the types of articles my student would write. Wellness, mindfulness, personal health. That just seemed to come together for me. Here's another example. Uh, beachgoers. I usually try to avoid having people, or at least too many people, in my frame. But with this different mindset, groups of people walking became the backdrop for an article about exercise or promoting good mental health and the benefits of being outside and what that can do for your state of mind. Connected to that theme, state of mind and, and wellness, People just sitting and gazing over the water, enjoying the simple pleasures of life, those became photo opportunities. And heck, even the crowded beach could be useful. An article that calls for the escape from the everyday grind. And as I'm saying that, it makes me wish I had brought my long lens on that day to uh, collapse the depth of a uh, field, you know, make everything get compressed, emphasizing that feeling of crowdedness. I'll have to remember that for a future outing. I also found opportunities in minimal compositions. You know, a lazy swirl of water, almost abstract. A large sky with just a sliver of the ocean and maybe the lower fourth or fifth of the frame. Uh, maybe just a freeze frame, the crest of a wave. All of these things which in and of themselves are small subject studies or abstracts but they can lend themselves to so many different variations on articles about health, about well-being. Uh, you know, a wave crashing might accompany an article if you're feeling overwhelmed, you know, the, the, the power of things to overwhelm you. And then the converse, something serene, calm, a small bit of calm ocean with a nice soothing sky, you know, those sorts of things. So these photos I just talked about, you know, would I have seen them if I wasn't thinking about this directed purpose for the photos, the project of articles dealing with wellness, self-help? Uh, maybe, at least some of them. Some of those fall into my bread and butter type photos of the landscape as a whole. Yet I do believe I saw more opportunities thanks to being quote-unquote on assignment. At least I felt like those moments of, ooh, there's a photo, those moments came more quickly. And after this lesson concluded, I noticed the photos that I captured, they were more varied. There were uh, just a wider variety of photos. It was not just, here's the landscape, here's my favorite set of rocks in San Diego, here's the water crashing over the rocks. And that's good news in my book. 
I continue to strive to capture bodies of work, not just a singular hero photo. And this variety of images lets me tell a richer story, a more complete story of a location or a trip or an experience. So my challenge to you, if you find yourself in a creative rut or are just looking to shake up your photography a bit, send yourself out on a photo assignment. Get out with your camera and capture images with a specific end purpose in mind. And take note of how your perception of the world changes, what new images you see and capture, or how your field workflow changes. You might find it illuminating. I know it has been a while between episodes, and I hadn't planned on that happening. Some of the reason for this gap between episodes of the podcast is planning for 2023 photo workshops, in-person physical workshops. And yeah, 2023 planning already. Took a bit of time to get these workshops bootstrapped and some uh, initial uh, setup and arrangement that needed to happen. But I got that all settled now, and if you haven't been to my main website in a while, scottdavenportphoto.com, the 2023 photo workshop roster is posted. I'm hosting four workshops in 2023. So big, big year for workshops. The first is Death Valley in January, then Big Sur in April, and two workshops in Oregon in November. One of the Oregon workshops is based in Florence along the central coast, and the second is based in Bandon, a little farther down the southern coast of Oregon. Now, two of those workshops, Death Valley and Big Sur, have already sold out. Uh, I do have wait lists for both of those workshops, so if you're interested, links in the show notes. You can head over to the workshops page, put your name on the wait list, and if a space opens up, I'll let you know. The Oregon workshops haven't opened for registration yet. That will happen in early August, probably within a day or so of when this podcast airs. I know that November 2023 is a ways out there, but I'm I'm getting ahead of the curve with the planning because I want the physical workshops in 2023 to be on the schedule. And the way for me to do that was to get it planned out now so that Once 2023 starts, I'm not doing that scrambling to get the workshop scheduled together. It's on the books. It's ready to go. And I'll tell you, I'm already excited about it. So if uh, any of those workshops sounded good to you, head over to my main website, scottdavenportphoto.com. Hit the workshops page. You'll see all the details for those workshops there. Another bit of studio news and uh, another reason for this bit of a gap between podcast episodes is I've been doing some back-end work on the podcast. Uh, This is July of 2022 as I'm recording this, and I'm sure you know all too well the costs for everything have been rising. So I needed to do some cost-cutting in areas of my photo business, and this podcast is included in that. So what's happening? What's going on? Uh, what's, what's going on is I'll be shutting down the StopDownPodcast.com website over the next couple of months. 
most folks that listen to the podcast do so through some kind of podcatcher, you know, Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Pick, pick your favorite uh, podcast app, and that's how most people are getting it. And so it just doesn't make sense for me to maintain a separate full website that's getting very little traffic. Now, if you do listen to the show via the web and you're doing it through stopdownpodcast.com, don't worry. What I am doing is consolidating the podcast into my main photo website, scottdavenportphoto.com, and I'll continue to have individual posts for each episode on that dedicated podcast blog feed. So that option will remain. The history of all the posts that have been done to date will remain as well. The process of migrating all those over, that takes a little bit of time. I'm expecting that to sort itself out. Well, not sort itself out. I'll have sorted through it in the next several weeks. And if things go to plan, other than you're going to scottdavenportphoto.com instead of stopdownpodcast.com, you just won't notice a change. Now, when I'm ready to make that switch, I'll be sure to let you know here. So when that switch takes place, if there's any sort of you know blip or hiccup in the feeds to your podcast apps, you know your Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and so forth, you'll know about it ahead of time. It should not be a big deal, be a, a, a small blip, and then uh, I can get back to making more podcast episodes, which is ultimately what I want to do. I'd much rather spend time talking with you, sharing ideas, than sitting in front of a computer screen. That will wrap it up for this episode. Thanks, as always, to everyone that supports the show through comments, reviews, shares. Always, always appreciated. And uh, If you're not aware, there are many zero-cost ways that you can support the podcast. Check the show notes. Click the button that says Support My Work on any page of scottdavenportphoto.com. You'll see all the different ways you can help support the show. Simplest, easiest way to do it, leave a rating. That helps more than you can imagine. And with that, put yourself on a photo assignment, get out there with your camera, shift your thinking up a little bit so that you are capturing photos with a project in mind. See how it changes your workflow. And until next time, my name's Scott Davenport. Have fun. Thank you.